Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you are looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and this week's episode is just coming off some Frank Zappa quotes I've been looking at. I've always been a big fan of Zappa, and we're going to go from there. So like I said in the intro, uh, this one's coming off a few Frank Zappa quotes that I've seen. Um, I like this one about the mind is like a parachute. It only works if it's open. Um, I see here, without deviation from the norm, progress is not possible. I know there's one about, I mean, if you want a degree, go to college. If you want an education, go to the library. So a lot of things like that where, um, and he's got a ton of great quotes um, for those of you that are into politics. Politics is the entertainment branch of the military. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of interesting things out there. He obviously um, avoided politics as much as possible and spoke against it, um, spoke against uh, other organizations and stuff like that. But uh, it's more based on the quotes, not so much on him. Um, I like the one about education. Um, I know there's always a big thing in terms of blue collar versus white collar. We see that all the time. Um, so I have my older son is ready to go off to college, looking to do some type of environmental science, um, which obviously on the science side is going to have a, a white collar element to it. But he also wants to be the guy running around and tagging the bears, putting the little tags on their ears, which could have a blue collar aspect to it. Um, my younger son is in a tech school, the same tech school that I went to, um, studying to be an auto mechanic, which would be that more blue collar job. Uh, unfortunately, we look at people in general and we just give more credit so to speak to the white collar people um i had a quote at my at my my area in, in the shop um, near my toolbox and it said you have to show respect to the janitor the same way you show to the ceo i mean there were a lot of times where you got the feeling that the guys on the shop floor were lesser than the people in the front office. Um, it takes the shop rats to make the world go round. Everything you do in life, whether you ride a bike, whether you use a computer, whether you I mean, sit at a desk, some blue-collar guy put that equipment together for you to enjoy life with your bike and to be productive with your computer. Um, I think there's a lot of times, I like the one about education. Um, there's so many people that can go through school and get their degree, and they know the answer to a lot of questions, but they can't think on their own. Um, they're they're well educated. They're not dummies, so to speak, but they can't troubleshoot. They can't. Everything is black and white to them. Um, I remember asking my mother, "Who has more more power in the medical setting? Is it an APRN who's an advanced practice nurse, or is it the physician's assistant who is kind of like?" the low-level doctor. Um, so which one? And she said they're, they work differently. said the, then the nursing side of healthcare, you tend to include that, that heartfelt feeling and the compassion and not that doctors don't have a heart, but you get a lot of doctors. It's more because of what medical school taught them. It's black or white. This is your injury or this is your illness. This is the remedy to it. It's, this is what, what's there. Um, being able to think, being able to do stuff, actually knowing something. Again, you could take a, an online course 
pass the course, get your certificate, your certification, whatever it is, but really not know anything. Um, and you see that across the board where people go out, get different types of trainings and not truly be ready to do stuff. I mean, I know there's a big thing with I mean, being coachable. You need to be coachable. You need to be teachable. Um, if you don't, if you're not open-minded, kind of going back to that Zappa parachute quote, and the mind only, it works like a parachute. It only works when it's open. If you are not open-minded to suggestions, you're not open-minded to other ideas, uh, you're really not going to get that far. And I use the example of coaching the high school team. You're going to have and you're 30 kids on the team or whatever it might be, and you might have that senior that knows 97 out of 100 points. I mean, whatever it is, whatever the game is, whatever the sport is, whatever you're doing, that senior knows 97 out of 100 different details of what you're doing. And you get that freshman that comes in, and that freshman only knows three points. That's it. They only know three. They 97 of them, they don't know. There's a good possibility that one of the three that that freshman knows is one of the three that that senior doesn't know. Go back to that that janitor and that CEO. I mean, Goodwill Hunting, one of my favorite movies. They're all trying to prove this big math problem, and who does it? It's the janitor. Not only is it the janitor, it's not really a janitor. It's a guy that's on probation that has to do I mean, labor to work off his probation, and he's the one that was able to solve this. And sometimes we judge people too much by their degree, by their societal marks of success, the big house, the fancy car, the nice clothing. Uh, I use my cousin as an example. Um, And my two cousins are, I'd say, as different from each other as me and my brother are. Uh, My cousin Mark is an attorney. My cousin Jeff has worked in the computer industry. I mean, Back, let's go back to the 80s when computers were just really starting to become mainstream. Uh, he got into stuff like that and, and is really good at what he does. But then you look at him again, and one's that blue collar, I mean, getting his hands dirty, doing this and that. And then the other one is the attorney. I mean, when we look at the elites, if you're a doctor and attorney, you, you did the best you could ever do. Um, but if you saw my cousin, the one that's an attorney on any given day, he's got a pair of sweatpants on and his New York Giants football hat on. And he sings in a band. He's he's very laid back um, where he doesn't have that flashy aspect. Now, does he have a nice house? Yes, he does. Does he have really fancy cars? Never really did. I mean, had nice cars, but it's not like he's driving around in, in a, a Lamborghini or a Porsche or something like that. He's got a decent car to get him from A to B. Um, but a little nicer than a Honda Civic. Um, so we got to stop judging people based on what they look like, what they, how they dress, the car. Um, and again, all these episodes overlap. I mean, the difference between winning and success. I and mean, just because someone doesn't have the big fancy house doesn't mean they're not successful. And at the last episode, I, I talked about uh, my brother and I, how both of us, made our jumps. We were both semi-forced into our positions. In his case, he lost his job because of COVID. And it was like, hey, might as well do it now and let's go all in on the farm. And that's what he did. And he's enjoying it. And in my case, um, I was doing fine with the shop. I had the steady paycheck. 
Um, which at times, I'll be honest, there's times when I, I miss that steady, that steady paycheck. I miss the security of the steady paycheck. But once I had that stent and realized, um, and I'll go to another quote, not a Zappa one, but uh, once I had the stent and I realized, you know what, there's more to life than live to live than just doing this. And a quote that pops up on Instagram on one of the reels that I've used a few times, we all have two lives. The second one begins when you realize you only have one. And I'll say that's how that worked for me. Once I got that stent and realized, wait a minute, I only have this one life. It's time to change the plan. And here we go. I'm going all in, doing my coaching, the personal training, helping people. Um, that's what I like to do. Uh, unfortunately, again, people will get judged. Um, I mean, I know someone, a friend of a friend, that judged me. I mean, this person happens to be a therapist. Um, so they went to school, they did their thing, and, and again, I mean, I will always say, and just like my disclaimer at the end is, I mean, the practices that I use have been proven successful with people, but it doesn't supersede what your doctor, your therapist, or your I mean, certified doctor has said. I mean, don't take my word over theirs. Um, but that was one of those cases of they would get cranky because they thought that I was trying to do what they're doing without the degree. And that's not the case. I mean, we all want to help. We all want to do things. And same thing. I mean, I know I know of coaches that I mean, they can't be coached themselves, and they, they really don't know what they're doing, yet they're still out there. And actually, we just have a local radio station with having callers call in about their their Little League stories. And I called in, not one of my finest moments, and I think I've told this story before, um, I was helping out. Usually I would always be my older son's coach and help out with my younger son, but this particular year I decided I'm going to be my younger son's head coach and help out with the older one. So I'm at the game. I mean, I'm off the field. You have the first base coach. You have the head coach who's coaching third. And my son's on third base and starts running towards the plate. And I love the suicide squeeze. I love small ball. And the kid at the plate takes a full swing at the ball. Luckily, it was a clean single over the shortstop's head. But I went bonkers on the coach because you could kill someone. If that was an inside pitch or that kid got around a, a little faster and hit it foul by two or three feet, I mean, and at this point, my son's, I mean, I think he was on 90-foot bases on this field, and now he's only 60 feet away or 45 or even 30 feet away and takes a 100-mile-an-hour a mile, mile hit ball and to the chest or to the head, you could literally kill someone. So this is where you get people that, again, they, they read a couple chapters, they took a test, they passed it, but they really don't know what they're doing. So you, you gotta, you have to judge everyone based on, what they know, what they can do, and the success isn't based on the success or the knowledge is not based on the fancy car, the the piece of paper hanging on the wall. The I mean, again, there there's so many things we we look at, and for some reason, society judges success and by the fancy house, by the fancy car, by the bigger bank account. Um, we have to look at other ways to measure success, to measure knowledge, um, what we can do. And one of the most flattering comments I got from a friend recently was how I do everything. He said, you get so many guys that say that they do this and they do that and they do that and they do this. And 
they don't really do it. But she said, but you really do. I mean, you say you do archery and, and you do it well. You say you climb and you do it well. You say you ride and kayak and play music and, and whatnot. And I mean, I'm, I'm not a master at anything I do. And I'll sit there and say that. But I do a lot of different things and I feel I do it well. Um, I just had some some parents at the last archery class commenting about how and you'd want a coach that does what you're doing. I mean, having a coach that shoots and competes, having a coach that I mean, has played the game. In my case, I, I played high school soccer. I played high school baseball. Uh, and don't get me wrong, there's some great coaches. Uh, there was a viral video that went out um, on gymnastics. I'm not sure if that's the team. I know there's a college gymnastic team, and sorry I don't have the name or the school, but the coach that's there never did, did gymnastics in their life. Her job as head coach is to manage the coaches that help the athletes. She doesn't actually do it. It's like my father's, one of my father's last jobs with in the Connecticut National Guard was surface maintenance manager. He managed every piece of equipment that the Connecticut National Guard had that did not fly was under his control. And he had maintenance garages all over the state. He was not the guy turning the wrench. He was the guy that managed the shop managers who then managed the mechanics who then went down the line and but I mean we can go back to the white collar blue collar he was the white collar guy that managed the blue collar guys um, and and military we can go back and forth and say is that a white collar job or is that a blue collar job but and in this case you you can manage different people with different sets of skills I mean you don't need to necessarily know how to be a mechanic to manage the personnel um, but there are times in the case of the baseball coach, you got to know not to have a kid running if that batter is swinging. That's just something you need to do. I believe there's two, two sports. Um, I don't know if it's the Connecticut or if it's nationally that you need to be certified. And I believe it's, uh, gym, either gymnastics or wrestling and diving, I believe, um, where you can't just have anyone come in and and coach the sport you need because of the safety risk with, with sports like that. Uh, but there are times where you need to make sure that, I mean, you, you know what you're doing <clears throat> when you're moving on with stuff like that. And there is different ways to get educated, though. Like I said, going back to the beginning, you, you can go out. And again, not everyone that goes and gets that college degree doesn't learn how to think for themselves. But there are a lot of cases where it is the case of, okay, I learned what the book said. The book says this. That's my answer. Um, and then there's other things. And, and don't get me wrong. There are things that are black and white. I mean, if you're doing engineering and you're designing that bridge or that building, it's either going to work by the laws of physics or it's not going to work by the laws of physics. So there are cases where black and white is the rule and it is either yes or no, it's not going to work. Um, but again, like talking with my friend, I was talking with, with Jen, who's hosted the show with me a few times. Um, we talked about how I mean, 1 plus 8, 3 plus 6, 5 plus 4, they all equal 9. So there is different ways of doing things. Um, I know from a coaching standpoint, I, mean, I did things different than Coach B. I know I did I mean, things different than Coach Miller. Um, and Roxanne and I do things a little different here and there. So you're always going to have a variance. There's always going to be not everything is that black and white there's going to be different ways to getting successful um, but make sure when we're looking at other people 
We're not looking at them and just saying, all right, you got a junky car. I mean, we had a guy at the shop that said before he went for his interview, he drove through the parking lot to see what kind of cars were there because he figured if it is a bunch of junky cars in there, then that means the shop doesn't pay well and he wouldn't want to work there, which, you know what, I kind of take part of that and say, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Um, But there is situations like that where we can't judge people by the car that they drive, by the clothes that they wear, by how big or how small their house is. Um, And then the same thing is we can't just look at someone and say, okay, you passed this online test and have this certificate. You know what you're talking about. Or you have this degree. You know what you're talking about. There, There is a lot of times where, I mean, I always say it, for those of you that I've ever taken a CPR, just your regular American Heart Association or um, what's the other one? Brain fart, but the uh, American Red Cross, if you've taken one of those CPR courses, I mean, if you take one where it's on the spot one time, you go in, you watch a couple videos. If you have a 15, 20-minute memory, you take the test, you pass, and now you're responsible for someone's life. I mean, someone literally with a 15-minute memory to remember what to put down for the answers and what the moves are, and it's, let's be honest, I mean, mean, 99.9% of non-medical professionals that have CPR will never use it. So how are you going to ever remember it if it's never used? But, hey, you got that card, and that's the same thing with a a lot of other times. So just because you see a coach or, or someone that has a certificate it doesn't necessarily mean that they know what they're talking about. Uh, at the same time, just because you see someone that doesn't have those society's marks of success, again, going back to the big house, the fancy car, lots of money, um, it doesn't mean they're not successful and they're not knowledgeable about the stuff that they do. Um, and again, that's something that I mentioned in that last episode where I talked with my brother. There's different ways you can... You can make a hundred grand and be miserable at your job, or you can make fifty grand and be happy with your life and and what you're doing and how you're living it. Okay, good example. Now I'm recording this. I had a personal training client this morning, and then I'm out to lunch with uh, a friend of mine through the archery club who lives in Mexico, and he's here uh, on a with his job on a work assignment, and we're gonna get to meet. And if I had that nine to five, I wouldn't be able to meet him for lunch and. These are those things that have value in my life. I mean, friendships are are very important to me, different ways of measuring your success and and how rich we are. And like I said, some people that, I mean, they're so poor, the only thing they have is money. And I forgot who had that quote, but I've seen that one a few times. And I mean, think about that. The only thing you have is a lot of money, but you're poor. I mean, I've done the story before and... So one to think about before I close is, I mean, two women, one lived like a princess, had all the money in the world, the world watched her and followed her and before social media, and she was this big celebrity, but wasn't really happy. This other woman lived in poverty, had pretty much nothing. The world still followed her and, and saw what she had or what little she had, and she was probably one of the happiest people in the world. And they all died, and the two of them died a couple days apart from each other. First one was Princess Diana. Second one was Mother Teresa. So again, different ways to look at things. That story I I heard, and I mean, at this point, we're 23 years ago. uh, I heard that story, and I'm never going to forget it. So 
again, when we're looking at other people and looking at ourselves, the way to judge success, the way to judge knowledge and, and what people know and what they're capable of doing, and don't go by those check marks of how much money or their clothes they're wearing and judge the people on what you see and what they can do. All right. We'll see you next week. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset, and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.